Here Be Dragons is a podcast of Christ City Church in Vancouver, BC, Canada. Here, we'll aim to talk about what it means to faithfully follow Jesus in our post-Christian context, all with the aim of making missional disciples for the sake of the neighborhood. If you'd like to know more about Christ City Church and get connected to a neighborhood church, you can email info at christcitychurch.ca. Hey there, welcome to the Here Be Dragons podcast. My name is Brett Landry. I am the senior pastor of Christ City Church in the city of Vancouver. I'm joined on the podcast today by Matt Crocker. He is the director of youth at Christ City Church. And Matt has just published a new book called Foundations, 100 Days of Devotions Through Catechism. And I want you to tell us, Matt, what is catechism? Catechism uh, is a, a method of teaching that the church has used for hundreds, thousands and thousands of years. Uh, and essentially it uses a, a question and answer format um, or it has recently used a question and answer format to help people learn the, the basics of the Christian faith, the fundamentals, the foundations of the Christian faith. So give me an example. What's the question? Day one of 100 days of uh, devotions through catechism. What are we looking at here? Yeah, so the question for day one is, what is the purpose of life? And the answer for day one would be, the purpose of life is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. Now, that's something you've borrowed from somewhere, because yes. you're not creating new ideas here. This this idea of catechism is not new. This is a very historic thing in the church. Where, where, where are you getting some of this from? Yeah, so this uh, idea of catechism, this is something that we've we've borrowed uh, from the Westminster Shorter Catechism, uh, in, in particular for this this book here, uh, which was written by a, a group of men, Puritan men, named the the Westminster Divines, and. Uh, uh, they they wrote a catechism in the 1600s, and it's been used by many, many churches since. Uh, it's a very, very beloved uh, catechism. And what I did is I basically just took it and kind of took out the the these and the thous and all that stuff and the dosts, you know, the weird uh, old English words, and made it a little bit more updated, a little bit more modern, so that us modern folk could read it very easily. So uh, you started out doing this on a Sunday morning with grade six and seven students. Yeah. You enjoyed the work you were doing and preparing that. Yeah. You kept working on it. Um, why a book? Why'd you put this together into foundations? Well, actually, there's a bit of a story uh, behind that. So when the pandemic first hit, right, everything was shut down. And I didn't really know how to continue the catechism at that point in time because we weren't, weren't able to meet, right? Um, and so what I originally started doing was I, I basically started posting um, a question and answer on Instagram where the kids could see the question, swipe, see the answer. And uh, in the, what do they call that little thing under the, the photo? The caption, the caption. I would write a, a reflection based off of the, the question and answer. And I did that for 97 some odd question and answers throughout the pandemic, which it was crazy because that's a long time, right? Every single day we were posting one of these things. And it kind of slowly developed at that point into uh, me thinking, hey, maybe I should lengthen this and, and make it a, a, a book um, that's not just for grade sixes and sevens anymore, but is for basically anyone who's newer to the faith or wanting to grow in their faith and really kind of understand these foundational things. 
So I began lengthening it, um, you know, kind of making each little reflection a bit longer, adding scripture passages to them, things like that to kind of make it into a bit more of a devotional format um, so that people, um, really anyone who wants to go deeper in, in some theological knowledge and biblical knowledge, uh, can pick this up, basically read a five to ten minute reading every single day, right? Really short little devotional reading. And um, by the end of 100 days, hopefully come out with a, a better understanding of who God is, who Jesus is, what Scripture says about certain things, and, and ideally love God more for it. So when I open up uh, uh, to this catechism, uh, I'm on day 24. I see the question is, how does Christ fulfill the role of a prophet? I see the answer is Christ fulfills the role of a prophet by revealing God's will through his word and by his spirit. And then we have a quote from Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 to 3, uh, the scripture there. And then we've got about a page of your devotional kind of commentary on this question, this answer in this text, followed by reflection questions and a prayer. Um, just walk us through how you would envision someone using this as a tool in their own discipleship or as they disciple someone else. Yeah, so the goal would be that this is a, obviously a devotional tool that someone can use daily. Uh, they would walk through it every single day, uh, five to 10 minutes of reading, um, use the prayer prompt as a, a guide to kind of help them uh, know what to pray for coming out of this and um, going forward from there. But it's a devotional tool, a devotional tool to help them grow in their relationship with the, with the Lord. But it doesn't have to be only that, right? Uh, one of the things that I bring up in the introduction is uh, maybe something that it could be used for um, would be family devotion time, right? Maybe um, dad or mom picks up the book, uh, reads the section uh, beforehand, and then distills that information for her kids around the dinner table uh, so that you're doing family devotions and you're catechizing your kids like every single day. Like how cool would that be, right? A hundred days of catechizing your children, amazing. Um, you know, uh, or it could be used in like a like what we do here, right? We use it for our uh, youth foundations courses on Sunday morning, and where we walk through one of the question answers every single week and uh, give a lesson, distill the information again there uh, for the youth kids in grade six and seven, and um, run a, a course based off of it. So it can be used in a, a bunch of different formats, personally in your family as a curriculum, kind of however you you feel led to use the material. Well, and one of the things, Matt, that you've done so well is you've taken some very big, broad theological concepts that in some ways are difficult to access. And what you've done is you boiled it down into something that is digestible for the grade six and seven student in the way that you teach your course. And this is also not just for students. You've, you've built it out so that anybody of any age with any uh, depth of understanding, whether that be brand new to the faith or somebody who's walked with the Lord for a while, they can use this as something to maybe sharpen themselves yeah. in terms of their understanding of the basics of the Christian faith, or just something, again, devotionally to bring good reminders to things that they may have already learned in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the things I know about you is that you are a theological uh, nerd. I yeah. think that would be the right <laughs> term. And, and and so what you do for fun after your education, you've got your MDiv from Regent College. Mm -hmm. You've got uh, way, way too many books in you already that you've read. And here's what you do. I know this is what you did after you graduated. You read uh, over 10,000 pages of what's called systematic theology Yep. after you finished your degree. Yeah. Because this is something that you enjoy and felt like you wanted to, to cultivate in your own life. Yeah. How does this book 
Um, I mean, I know that this book comes out of that learning and the, and the things that you enjoy doing, but I know that you've written this book to serve God's people, the church. Um, when you wrote this, what's your vision here for the way that it would serve God's people? Yeah. Um, so I, when I wrote this, I, I kind of had in my mind this idea of, you know, I remember when I was younger in the faith and trying to learn things and trying to grow and everyone had a resource for me, right? Everyone has a book for me. And these are monster books. They're big books. Like you really should read this theology book. You should read this, this one. You should read Wayne Grudem's Systematic Theology. These are like thousand page books. And I'm this new believer and I'm thinking to myself, like I, I can get the first 10 pages in me. I don't know what it's talking about half the time. Yeah, and I'm trying there's an to- entire, there's an entire dictionary of words that you're learning as you're trying to understand what this is because it's exactly. te- somewhat technical books. Yeah, exactly. Somewhat technical books. So how do you get someone uh, the information of those technical books without the technicality of those technical books, right? And devotional format is a great way of doing that because it's really simple. It's just a, a daily read. Uh, like I said before to you, it's five to 10 minutes. Everyone's got five to 10 minutes in their day to read a book, um, uh, you know? And so uh, the idea would be that they can take you know, that time, read an entry, and hopefully by the end of 100 days, uh, they're coming out with a, a, a good baseline knowledge that then they can use to go and, and, and read other resources, including understanding scripture better and, and more, which is one of the, the larger goals of, of the work in general, right? Well, and what I know about the the discipleship that we do around Christ City and the discipleship that you're involved in with in particular students and then obviously yeah. now with this resource with, with all people, um, it's not simply about head knowledge. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to get somebody to take on a question and an answer and a scripture yeah. and a devotional thought and yeah. reflection questions and prayer so that they know more. I know that what we're aiming at here is that they take that on so that that knowledge gets translated into their relationship with God. Yeah, exactly. The way they yeah. relate to God coming out of their own knowledge that they have acquired and, and, and deepened mm-hmm. um, through interacting with scripture. Yeah. And the doctrines of scripture. Yeah. The, the goal is that we would have uh, an abiding relationship with our Father in heaven. Yeah. Who, who has drawn us into this relationship through his son Jesus and empowered us by his spirit to live a life that glorifies him. And so this book is, again, not just a head knowledge book. It's designed to equip us as disciples to faithfully live each day mm-hmm. in the current cultural climate that we live in. Amen. That's fantastic. And so you've been using this format prior to writing the book, you've been using this format to disciple students at Christ City. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we've been using this format for probably, oh, two, three years now at least. And so what we do on a Sunday morning is the kids come in, there's a question and answer for that week. We repeat it out loud multiple times. We get them to write it down, encourage them to memorize it, come back. And uh, if they can say it the next week, they get candy, that sort of thing. And all of this is with the intention, not that they just have this for the sake of rote memory, but they have this information given to them in this format to shape their worldviews so that they're looking at the world through the lens of the Christian faith. They're not looking at the world through the lens of, of the secular uh, sort of, of worldview that is being presented at schools or on you know Instagram or wherever else, yeah. right? So, so I mean, we're, we're now living in a post-Christian age in yeah. a very... A prominently secular city, 
um, where the discipleship around us, the cultural discipleship that we have, and those different stories that are forming us um, certainly are shaping us in, in, in a multitude of ways in different areas of our life. Mm-hmm. And what we're trying to do here is restory in that sense. Uh, the Christian. And so we're talking about this. We, we do this with our kids' ministry all the way through from, you know, we go nursery and then toddlers, and then they move into, uh, you know, beyond the toddler group. It kind of goes all the way up to grade five. And they're they're learning uh, through the curriculum that we have all the time. They're moving then into grade six and seven. And when you've got them in grade six and seven on a Sunday morning, we have them in for worship with us and we pull them out for the time with you where they're going through the catechism questions. Mm-hmm. And again, that you're, you're, you're presenting to them the doctrines of the Christian faith, the historic doctrines pulled from the Bible uh, in a way that you can, like you said, not rote memory, but, but we believe that there is no formation without repetition. Exactly. And so the repetition that comes with it is actually a mechanism of teaching that helps you to live into the story of God and live into the story of the good news of the gospel of Jesus that you might be able to live out of that story for the rest of your days. Exactly. You know, the youth kids probably get tired of of hearing this over and over and over again, but I say every single week, repetition is the beginning of learning, and this is why we repeat the, the things that we're learning in this class over and over and over again, because it, it's shaping the, the way that they view the world, right? Yeah. All right, Matt, uh, thank you so much for the work that you put into this. I know that it will be a fruitful resource for discipleship for years to come. Um, if somebody wants to get a copy of this book, where do they get it? You can get this book uh, anywhere you can buy books, really, um, in an online way. So Amazon, uh, Barnes & Noble, uh, ChristianBook.com, all those examples of where you can buy books. Um, yeah, you can get it there. If you do pick it up, I would love an, an honest review um, on, on Amazon. That would be really helpful. It helps me out a lot as an author. And uh, yeah, it's, it's available. That's awesome. If people want to stay connected with you, you're on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Yep, I'm people on can Twitter. Find you, people Matt can Crocker find me. on Twitter. Yeah, I think it's like underscore Matthew Crocker or something like that on Twitter. That's the only social media I have. Sorry, folks, but uh, That's good. you can well, also email me, Matt at ChristCityChurch.ca, of course. Exactly. Any uh, questions, anything like that, they can let you know. Yep. Thank you so much. It has been wonderful to be able to just chat a little bit about this. I know that it's a resource that God is going to use for years to come because I know that it's built on the historic biblical doctrine of Christianity and uh, just really grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of our Here Be Dragons podcast. If you'd like to listen to other episodes, you can find them on Spotify or iTunes. You can also find sermons from various Christ City neighborhood churches on our website. See you next time.